Hey, this is Amy Kathleen, and welcome to the Collective Light Podcast. Somehow, I've had the chance to meet some really incredible people in life, and this podcast is where I get to highlight their stories and connect them with you. You're also going to hear about our life with our out-of-the-box child, and you can join my journey as I learn how to stress less and live better. Together, we're creating a boundless community to encourage, support, and inspire you. I'm so glad that you're here. This is going to be really cool. I've been looking forward to this. So in case you've missed it, the past two episodes have been dealing with something that I, it is just the honest to God, biggest battle of my life, and it's time management. And I've really given a lot of thought to it, and I had two friends that came on the podcast here recently. One was my friend, Jessica Henning. She has the purposefulplanners.com, and then also my other friend, Anna Dearman Cornick, who is a time management coach. The two of them have become really sweet friends, and I feel like I'm just learning so much from getting to know them and how they manage everything, and uh, and it's helped me kind of do a little bit of a introspective look on how I'm doing with this and what I have noticed or learned over the past few years and how I can take the things that they've shown me and uh, and how do we move forward with that. And what I'm hoping is that, you know, after hearing... Um, both of their episodes and maybe even tie in some of the things that I'm going to talk about. Because honestly, if, from the conversations I've had with so many of you, we're all dealing with this. Time management is like something that makes every one of us want to pull our hair out. I hate to say every one of us, maybe not everybody, but the vast majority of those of you that I've spoken to when it comes to time, it's just in the throes of life that we are in right now with managing the kids and all the things. It's just a lot. It is just a lot. And so I'm always looking to figure out any way that I can help myself uh, get a little better so I can be better for myself and my family and, you know, everyone that I love. So that's what we're going to talk about this week. I'm going to kind of give you a little bit of insight on where I'm at and um, things that I found that really helped after listening to these two friends and some other things I've picked up along the way and some observations I've noticed about myself. So hopefully all this information will help you start wrapping your head around your own, you know, if you're having battles with time management, maybe this whole conversation will um, will help you figure that out too. So when I really started looking at this, this whole time management thing, I started breaking it down and I realized that my primary battle is actually with one little word, should, <laughs> you know, but again, you know, think about that, like the things that you think you should be doing. And to me, that list was like forever long, but should according to who? And and I realized it was me. It was all me. It was everything I thought I should be doing. It was literally according, according to me and the awful dialogue I had in my head. So a few years ago, you know, I knew I felt off kilter. Um, something was just more off than usual. And so I kind of looked into it and I finally went to go speak to a counselor. Um, I was past the point of being able to figure it out with just me and my brain. Like it was beyond me and my brain at that point. And, you know, it was beyond whatever great book everyone was raving over at that moment. And honestly, those books kind of got me in a little bit of trouble, I think. And uh, I'll probably talk more about that here in a minute. But I went to this counselor and he, he pointed something out to me. He said, you say the word should a lot. And then he pulled out his 
whiteboard, like the dry erase board. And every time he would pull out that board, I went down in flames because maybe it's I'm a, I'm a visual learner. <laughs> I'm not sure. But whenever he brought out that board, I knew that all the dots were about to be connected and I was about to learn a hard lesson. And I will never forget this lesson. He drew it out for me. And what he did, and I'm going to try to do the best I can of giving you, of painting this visual picture in your head of what this board looked like. But imagine that you had columns, um, separated columns going up at like long pillars. And each of those pillars stood for some part of my life, you know, family, work, kids, like, well, family, kids, same thing. But, you know, all the different parts of your life. And um, he asked me, he said, you know, if the bottom of this pillar is 0% and one like at the very top of it is 100%, then, you know, he walked through each pillar, you know, well, when you look at your, you know, being a mother and, you know, where do you think you should be there? Of course, it's like 100%, you know, well, when you look at being an out of the box mom and all the things that you've got to do for Luke, where do you need to be? Well, it's got to be 100%. It cannot be any less for Luke or my other kids. Like it's got to be 100%. He's like, all right, great. Um, You know, how about your husband? Clearly, how can it be anything less than 100%? He's crazy supportive of me. Uh, you know, great guy. Can't really complain about him. So <laughs> it's got to be 100% for him too. And we literally went through every category in my life. And he said, um, do you ever see yourself where you shoot over 100%? Well, yeah. I mean, because I try to do, I try to do better. You know, I, I want to do better, you know. I'll, so, yeah, I'm sure occasionally I, I do hit over. You know, that's what I strive for. And he said, okay. And he said, uh, all right, well, I want you to look at something. And he drew a horizontal line straight through the middle of those pillars, like kind of at that 50% mark, straight line across. And he said, that's, let's consider that the norm. And he said, Basically, I mean, I'm absolutely 100% sure I'm paraphrasing now, but it was like, no wonder you're tired. (laughs) No wonder you're depleted. No wonder you think that you can't keep up and you're always behind because you're literally trying to hit 100% and above on every single thing that you're working on. And that's not, that's not doable. Like people can't survive that way. And, uh, and it just kind of hit me like, wow. And he said, now, how hard is it right now for you to look at that? lying through the middle and feel like you would be failing everyone if you just did like hit normal. And I was like, well, two hands up in the air. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly how I feel. And so from that moment on, he started coaching me back through realizing, you know, what, what the actual norm and life is, you know, and how some days you're going to do great for your kids. And some days, hey, not so much, you know, some days you're going to have a killer day working on a project and some days you're you're just not, you know, and and it's just realizing that there's no way that every single day in every single category can hit that 100% mark. And uh, like I said, down in flames, total like down in flames moment for me. But it was a big moment where, you know, it made me realize, gosh, I really I do. I do say the word should a lot. You know, I do. Um, I, I feel like, you know, I should be and do all things in every part of my life. And so that was just a, a really interesting um, visual that I got. And and I'm kind of wondering where y'all are, you know, do, do y'all find yourselves doing the same thing? Or do you, are you, I guess, more realistic than I am and going like, yeah, I mean, or where I was. Um, 
I'm thinking like, well, yeah, I, I want to, you know, be the very best ver- version of myself, but I can't be the very best, best, best version in every single place at, you know, 24-7. So anyway, I hope that visual gives you gives you some help. And from then on, I started kind of learning more and being able to take a better look at, you know, what all what all is on my plate? You know, I have a friend of mine and she always, uh, she's always used this analogy of like your life as a, you know, what's on your plate is like, it's your pie, you know, and that pie, you know, is your time of the day. You, you only have so many set hours in a day. And so you have your chunks of the pie that, you know, are divvied out to different parts of your life. And if you want to add something in, yeah, you can do that. You're just going to have to cut one of those other pieces a little smaller. And, um, I always heard her, always respected her, love her to pieces, um, hated the analogy. And I had someone else that I worked with, and he helped show me how you can start, you know, budgeting your time like you do your finances. Maybe that's another reason I'm so bad at budgeting time, because I'm I'm really not good at, well, I can follow a budget, but keeping a budget, that's not. I guess that's besides the point. <laughs> it's just not my strong suit. As Smith, it's just, uh, there's a reason a few years ago why he took over taking care of the bills again, because I just did not manage that very well at all. So if those two are related, maybe that's why I'm not so great at time management. But um, that's that was a good way to look at it. You know, when I it was when it started looking at my to-do list, start being more realistic with, you know, how much time is that task going to take? Which really ties right back in to what Anna was talking about on her episode where she talked about the planning fallacy, where we just have this innate ability to never give ourselves the adequate amount of time needed for a certain project. Um, You've got to go back if you have not heard that and listen to how she explains that further. I'm not going to try to do that for her right now because she's the coach. She's much better at it than I am. And, uh, but it's, it's, Gosh, I mean, that was something that was like, I did not realize that had a name, but that is me to the nth degree. I think it'll only take me, you know, X amount of time to edit a podcast. Wrong. Every single time. You think I would have learned that by now, but no, it takes a lot longer than I, <laughs> than I would like to admit. So I love that idea of, you know, budgeting your time more like a financial budget too. And that same coach helped me realize the difference between being committed to something, like truly committed to uh, a certain part of your life or work and yeah, you know, or versus being interested. But so committed is whenever you actually, it is on your list or it is on your calendar and it has budgeted time on your calendar because you're working towards accomplishing whatever that thing is you want. So for example, you know, we're doing the life outside the box podcast. I am committed to that right now in this time, which uh, it means, you know, trying to figure out, you know, how we're going to, uh, let people know about this, how to set up the paid for subscription for it, like how do all those logistics work. But that is something I'm committed to. And so in order to accomplish putting together that podcast for the foundations program, I'm going to take, okay, what is the first step I've got to do to move toward that? And I budget that in, you know, because it is something I'm committed to rather than just always having been interested in it. So uh, again, that was just another way to look at my time and figuring out what what does get on my calendar and what does not get on my calendar. So committed versus interested um, was really, that was pretty impactful for me. Okay, so now I have a weird question and I hope y'all follow me here because um, this may be me just having this weird AK thought. But I started thinking about, you know, you hear a lot about intention, you know, set your intentions for the day. And 
I realized that being in sync with however, whether you're using something digital, a, a, web, a website, an app, a piece of paper, a planner, whatever is working for you, we just have to be intentional about it. But I feel like uh, it's just one more thing that we have to have this intention about, you know? But then I thought about that. I'm like, why was I getting frustrated about that? Why was I getting frustrated? Because again, I feel like I'm being pulled in so many different directions. But you know, if you think like, all right, well, what if I am? What if I am intentional about being in sync with what's happening like this day, this week, this month, this quarter, you know, this season. And if we are intentional with that, does it make being intentional about everything else easier? You know, because you think about it, if, if you are, you know, committed to the things that you are working on and you're allocating time for those, do you find that it kind of frees up other space where you're like, okay, I accomplished these things. And now because I am done, I can be more intentional with them because I've, I've created those boundaries within my schedule. Then now I am freed up to be the mom and to then want to pull my hair out of her homework. <laughs> is anyone else there? Maybe it's just still the beginning of the year, but homework is, Ooh, homework is hard for us right now. Um, so that's just something I thought about, about, you know, setting intentions and, you know, and it's just all again, kind of like, gosh, you should be more intentional. You should this and that. I'm like, well, what if, what if we did, what if we were uh, more intentional there? Would it actually make the rest of life a little bit easier? So another thing that I got thinking about was, you know, some books that I've read in the past. I don't remember exact ones, but there was a time where I was reading all these different, I guess you would call them self-help books, you know, examples of best ways and best practices and things that you can do to do life better. So I realized um, years down the road here that uh, I needed to stop being so literal with these things, taking other people's you know morning routine or daily routines and, and thinking that if I matched my efforts to theirs, then things would make more sense. And y'all I was so wrong. I was so wrong. And, and it, it, that put me kind of in the span of, you know, years and years thinking that I wasn't enough. And, you know, again, cir- circling back to that word should, you know, they wake up at 5 and 5.30 in the morning and accomplish loads of things before their family even wakes up. And uh, and I should be able to do that, too. You know, they can sleep on only four to six hours and be fine. So I should, too. You know, they appear to perfectly carve out time for work and play and marriage and cooking. And, oh, don't forget, they're training for a marathon, too, and do all these things with ease. So I should, too. Like I started holding myself to all these standards of people I didn't even know, or at least it was like my interpretation of what they were saying. And so I just spent way too many years being intentional about everything, like in a negative way, like being too intentional about everything. And I really did. I, I wanted to be and to do everything for everyone. And it really came from such a good place in my heart. But it was really unhealthy way of thinking, and it was just completely not sustainable, which is probably the reason I ended up in a counselor's office, you know? No one else was putting all that stress on me. Like, it was it was absolutely, like, on me. All of my expectations needed to be reined in in a really big way. So over the past years, I've I've been doing that. And, you know, from time to time, I get overloaded again. And then I learn those lessons all over again. So, but that's life though, right? I mean, that's just, that's life. 
Another bit of advice that I got from someone was, you know, take the time to plan so that you can run. And it's great advice. You know, it's still taking me forever to find my own way of doing that, you know, and realizing that just because what somebody suggests in a book or a podcast or uh, what a friend may be doing like that, it might be a good suggestion for me and it might be something that's not so great for me, you know, but it takes trying it. It takes, um, you know, being intentional about it, you know, figuring out things that you want to commit to rather than be interested in. I mean, it takes all, you have to pull all that stuff together, you know, and that's kind of where I am. And so I made a little list of things that, you know, what have I learned? What have I learned over all of this? What am I still learning, honestly? Because it's just a total work in progress. And um, I just, I thought I'd share those with you. Because again, I think when we put ideas out there, that just helps. You know, when you hear what uh, other women are doing, then I, I love that. I love when I'm visiting with friends and I hear a way that she's going about something. I'm like, oh, never thought about it that way. I'm totally going to try that. So anyway, I'll let you know where I'm at. I have decided, if you haven't already realized this, I am a paper over digital girl. This is only in one part of my life, though, with my calendar. Everything else, give me a computer. I need that brain download. and But I have to do that regularly. And so for me, what that habit looks like is using that weekly planning page that Jess put in the Purpose Planner. I mean, it's just committing to on Sunday, and sometimes it's Monday, y'all, uh, to just kind of jot down everything that, you know, and then do my best to accomplish, you know, what I need to that week. I, I do love taking a course and I do this, this past year through this podcast and a few other things I'm working on. I have been working with a couple of different coaches, which I'd never done before. I have learned that courses and coaches are really great, wonderful things, but they won't fix the hard stuff. Like they're not fixers, they're coaches. And again, I think I have a great planner. You, you start off January with a great planner. It means your year's going to be great, right? And then COVID hits. <laughs> <laughs> and then COVID aftershocks hit the next year. <laughs> but the you, you think that you get a tool and it's going to be like the end all be all like, yes, because of this, I'm going to finally get my stuff together. Um, and it, they're not, they're, they're tools, they're there to help. And, you know, it's just not, it's not a one and done. It's not a quick fix. Okay. So another one is, I thought about this as like building blocks, you know, to learn a practice or a habit and then to get used to it. You know, and once it is routine, something you've gotten used to and something that's a regular part of your day, well, then add the next one. Because that wasn't me all the time. I was like, let me do all the things. Like, give them all to me. I'll make it all work. (laughs) It's I'm learning to kind of, again, dial it back and go, okay, let's just try one. And then again, when I'm used to it, when it becomes a norm, then I'll add something else in. And uh, and I'm going to reference, if you go back to episode 20, where I visited with Dr. Kristen Race, she's a neuropsychologist, and she really focuses on how the brain works and mindfulness. And basically, you know, I always say I want to figure out a way to stress less and live better. I think she is, um, she has some really cool and uh, tangible things that she talks about that can really help you do that. So go back and and maybe listen to her on episode 20, because she talked about that. She calls it habit stacking, where, you know, you you use those blocks, you know, and that's how you make those small changes that kind of move the meter more towards doing life in a way that doesn't keep us maxed out and stressed out all the time. Um, Going back to like the different books and things that I would listen to, I just had to stop I hate to say idolizing others because I don't, that seems a little bit 
like a lot. That seems like a, a big word to say, idolizing others. But what I was doing is looking at everyone else going like, they've got it together, you know? Um, and we, no one does. I say this all the time. I think we all agree on this, you know? We don't. And likely that person that I'm looking at thinking she's got it totally together is looking at somebody else who's looking at somebody else, you know, and so on. And so making myself stop doing that and just kind of live into what am I doing? What are my expectations? You know, um, reining those shoulds in, if you will. So I'm going to encourage you like, yeah, go find the tools that are going to work for you. You know, like if it's an app, if it's a new website um, that helps you be a little bit more strategic and, uh, and being productive, then, then fantastic. Just don't like make the mistake that I always make thinking that those things are like a magic wand and are magically going to make life, you know, easier and better and balanced. And, uh, cause I just, you know, not the case, not the case. So, you know, for me, as you know, by now, this, this planner that Jessica put together, I love it. I, I actually, two different friends this weekend, they were like, yeah, what is that thing that you're using again? Cause I think I want one. I'm like, well, Take a look at mine if you like it. Uh, definitely get one because it's it's just put together in, a, in such a heartfelt and purposeful way. She does go over and beyond because not only does she give you this great tool in this planner, but she helps support you throughout the entire year through her community. Um, she shows up. I mean, I told her that not too long ago. I said, the reason this is going to be successful is because you always show up. You're there. You're there to help coach people through and, and not in a way that, uh, you know, is making people feel bad for not uh, getting certain things done. It's just like, hey, all right, life's about to shift into this part of the year. How are we looking at that? You know, she just kind of does a great job of of working you through there. And Anna, she put together a great mini course that is get a game plan. That way to set up your ideal week that I mentioned in the podcast with her. It was great. I got that back in the summer, several months ago, and it kind of went through 80% of it. Not that it took that long, honestly, but went through like 80% of it and then stopped. And I'll be honest with y'all, I didn't pick it up again until probably a few weeks ago uh, and finished working through the rest of it. But it, it was a gr- it was a great tool and it did help me kind of pull some more things together. But Anna has a, a new website and it's AnnaDCornick.com. Again, I'll link to all these things in the show notes, but she does a great job of helping people, you know, with short videos and tools to help you put those things together. And of course, if you want to work with her, be a part of her coaching program, you know, that's all on her website as well that you can check out. So these are tools that I have just found that uh, if you want to take a look at them, great, they're there. And really probably more than anything um, beyond the tools, it's just these these women. Uh, they are, you know, stellar ladies. They are just there to not only create a service or a product, but like they truly care about the people that they're serving. And uh, And I'm all about that. Well, I have sharing a little bit of insight on, you know, this battle that I've had with time management and the word should. Um I hope that bringing these two people on the podcast and then kind of recapping what I've learned through all of this, along with some other things I've I've uh, picked up along the way, I hope this helps you out. I hope that this helps you navigate your journey with um, uh, the way that you do life. And I just want to encourage everyone that, um, you know, be nice to yourself because I think we tend to give ourselves a really hard time. Whether you're a person who sets the bar ridiculously high and needs to learn to bring it back some, or a person who is ready for a shift or a change in life, see what doors open, see what doors close, see what needs to come off your plate and maybe what needs to come on your plate. 
I hope the resources that we've shared, you know, the reflection back onto some of the podcasts that we've had will be helpful to you. And, uh, and hopefully we'll do this again where uh, we have a series of guests on and then can kind of have another little side conversation about, you know, what does that look like in life? You know, what does that look like, you know, in, in real life? So thanks again for being here. I always appreciate our conversations. I love hearing from you on Instagram. If we're not already friends there, you can come and find me at amykathleen.ak. And don't forget, we also have a new website, which is www.insidethecollective.com, where we keep it up to date with all the really cool things that you hear about here on the podcast. You can get, you can listen to episodes, you can share episodes, you can get the show notes with all the links and everything as well there. And let's keep these conversations going. So I would love for you to come and send me a message on Instagram because I want to hear, you know, what you gained out of this. Uh, what did you find helpful? What did you find um that you agreed with or, or disagreed with for that matter. But I would love to hear just kind of like your take on all of this and if it's helpful or not. And that'll help us figure out how we're going to navigate forward in all of this and uh, the rest of the season. Because there's some really, really cool interviews coming up soon. And I can't wait to dig into a lot of things that we're going to talk about. And I hope they all serve you very well. Okay, well, thanks so much for being here today. I really appreciate you. Take care. Mm-hmm.